Life can be a little crazy sometimes. In these bizarre moments we live in, we need a podcast to bring us together, to inspire others during all this chaos. Who? Who will step up to the challenge? I'm Sean Graves, though I can't fix everything. With the help of my guests, we can help inspire each other. Well, let me introduce you. Um, You're my guest. Today is Khadija Burton of Khadija Inspires and Shop Conspires, right? Is that how you say it? Shop Conspires? Yep. And you've always been like an inspirational person to me and almost, I feel like a a comrade in the uh, field of just being a positive influence to other people, which is what the basis of Inspire with Sean was as a podcast. Cause I've always wanted to do a podcast and something that is relatable because we're all just human beings and we experience life in so many different ways. So ergo having different people from different walks of life that is different from me and, ex- and, and, and sharing, you know, like our, our lives our ideas, our aspirations. And you've always been like in the back of my head, always someone to go, yes, watch out for this lady. (laughs) She is coming at you and she doesn't give a shit if she runs over you because it's going to be a positive thing no matter what you touch, you know? I try. I really do try. Um, to a point now where like you said it's kind of just it kind of feels to me like a lifestyle it doesn't really feel like a hat that I'm putting on and taking off and Mm -hmm. and I think that that's so important in whatever whatever niche that you're doing to be authentic and to be like wholeheartedly committed to that that thing even if it's for you know a period of time Mm -hmm. like your lifestyle I feel like your lifestyle should always be um it should always fit really snug into whatever that niche is that you're doing because I feel like that's where you'll really be able to take um, to get the most information yeah. back into therefore like put out put out better content and then mm-hmm. also just to build that trust with whoever is like looking to you for that thing to know okay I know that she's not going to or he's not going to steer me in the wrong direction because mm-hmm. they're so committed and devoted to their purpose. Yeah, so, absolutely. I My question, that. Uh, and, and the thing is, is like, it takes, it doesn't, it's not for me, I feel like for my experience, it was something that had to grow. You know, I didn't feel mm. like I was going to be influential from the get go, you know? Mm. And so it's, it's a matter of like looking at other mentors and going like, wow, that actually speaks to me, you know? And mm. like, then am I that next generation of inspirational people? And where am I in this spectrum, you know? And I'm still going through that. Like today, um, it it actually for like the past year, I've been going through individualization, which is a very uh, young uh, process, you know? Observing the ego, going through shadow work, um, observing the anima animus, uh, that's within both men and women. Um, mm. and, and now observing what is actually the self, like when they say myself, what is myself, you know, and that's currently, True. that's currently where I'm at right now. It's like, it's very, it's a very Pinocchio, um, observation of 
figuring out because you think like you know Pinocchio is this uh marionette and it has no strings but the question is is like what are the strings behind the puppet that's making it do the business that it's doing right yeah right it's such a it's such a wild thought you know and Mm. I've just been like since I'm in quarantine I was like well I've got 14 days to think about this shit Yeah, you have time. Time is the, I always tell people it's the most valuable asset. Like mm-hmm. even if it's spirit, you know, spiritual work, shadow work, um, just whatever it is that you want to um, do, time is like the most valuable thing. So I think you should take advantage of that as you mm-hmm. already are. Yeah. But I feel like you're doing a great thing taking advantage of that because a lot of people would would sell their time like 10 times over for even a you know what I mean an ounce of what it's worth in monetary value and I don't I no longer feel that way anymore you know what I mean like I love that you said that I love that yeah absolutely because it's like you know you look at uh people on like Instagram or Facebook and uh or like Twitter and they're like these shredded ripped bodies you know or like these um these uh memes you know and it's like i love tacos too but man this body image that i really want to aim for you gotta you gotta figure it out but i'll tell you what i will have myself a homemade quesadilla in a heartbeat you know (laughs) but i gotta get my crunches in at the same time so it's like who am i really promising here (laughs) (laughs) whose promise am i breaking at the present (laughs) moment right now clearly the shadow self because it's like once you realize I could break a promise to myself in eating a quesadilla and sacrificing that one crunch <laughs> so worth it yeah and like having people uh uh you know like you said uh say that little ounce of time or that little ounce of effort mm-hmm. that's put into not only your body your your yourself as a person and I don't like to say like nowadays like the word soul because it's like well what is that now because I'm trying to figure that out in my Mm -hmm. in myself Mm -hmm. um psychologically spiritually like my gosh I have thought about a whole lot of things in 14 days like memes memes like I have broken down like what a (laughs) freaking meme is it's like it's so crazy it's out there it's so inspirational because I feel like I want to talk about it, but I'm like, I don't want to talk about it just yet because I'm not sure if I grasp the whole cusp of it, you know? Mm. It's a strange, okay. it's a strange world to be in right now in my noggin. Yeah. You got it. You yeah. got it. Right. Um, you've started a business. Tell me about this adventure. Okay. So um I think I think that it was supposed to be like this like way before Mm -hmm. but I also feel as though by saying that I also feel like I'm kind of like overlooking the amount of growth that has transpired like from then when I felt like I was, this was supposed to be what was happening to like mm-hmm. now where I feel like I'm more, I'm more in a space where it's, 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 
it should be happening. Mm-hmm. And I think because when you're creating content, because I've been on YouTube and just on social media, you know, creating content and just and just trying to be a space for people to gain inspiration and things like that. Um, I've had my handle for longer than I could probably remember. It's been like over five years, over like, and I just never, my heart was so into the content that I just never thought of um, any ways to make, uh, to monetize it. I never Mm -hmm. for once was like, you know, and you know, for a while I was contemplating on it, like, does this make me a bad person for being like, I feel as though for the effort that's going on behind the scenes that no one is seeing, um, do I, you know what I mean? Should I feel bad for feeling like I should be trying to create a way to pour back into my efforts? Mm-hmm. And so like that was like a real big, that was a real big thing between, you know what I mean? Like you talk about ego and and just, I was just having that battle. Like, am I, is this, am I being entitled? Mm-hmm. Like, and so I started to really look at the people that were doing, that were in my niche and the common thread between a lot of um, the people that I, I look up to um, in order for me to step into that space, I have to start to adopt, um, you know, even if it's slowly certain characteristics within my memes. And I was just like, there's no reason now with, you know what I mean? The, the humble following that I have that I shouldn't be able to offer that. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that people have to go after it and buy it and do things. But I feel like I should be widening my options mm-hmm. for, you know what I mean? To enhance the, us- the user and the, you know what I mean? The consumer experience. I shouldn't yeah. just be pouring my energy so hard into, you know, I'm buying all of this equipment. I'm I'm sitting there investing in courses to figure out, you know, how to uh, create better content, how to market better content. I shouldn't be doing this on my own solely. And so that was the conversation. And then eventually it was kind of like, if I don't do it, eventually I will. You know what I mean? There's only so much you can try to make yourself do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where it came from. It was kind of like, I think... I think if people support me um, through, you know what I mean, my content, I'm sure that, you know what I mean, whether it's one or two people, I'm so grateful yep. to those people to invest in, in supporting me in that way. Because at the end of the day, everything counts. The likes, mm-hmm. the comments, just a view, a view, no engagement, it counts. And so it's like, that's where it kind of stems from was like, how can we expand and monetize this? Because it's, it's been too long for you to still be. I felt like I had outgrown um, Absolutely. this idea of just passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah I totally understand that. I totally understand that because, like, for a music aspect, like with my music, the synth music, um, I had been writing and playing with synthesizers since like the 2000s, you know, mm. and recording them and everything like that. And then I didn't start like releasing music onto iTunes because you know it's a, it you know in the early 2000s it's like hey you want to hear this CD that I just burnt right because who knows what burning a CD is nowadays <laughs> <laughs> but um 
you know, you would burn a CD and then you would give it to a friend and it had like my name on it and like a really shoddy album title and like a list of tracks on it. And it was, you know, 2000 as fuck, you know? Um, but it would, it would I be love free. that era. Yeah, I me too. That, that, that grit, you don't see it anymore. You just don't. And a, I miss that. I miss that. It's a whole other game now because, you know, it was local. You know, it was local in your schoolyard. It was local in your hallways at school. Um, or like I would go to like to like the music stores like Hot Topic or um, which isn't like, a, well, a music store um, or like a mom and pop shop. And I would have like the cassette tape, like the cassette, the, the jewel case, and I would slip it into the slots. And if someone picked it up and was like, oh, that's where this is a price you know, then they just took home music that's mine. And they heard this kind of free gift. It, it was, it wasn't good. It, I mean, compared to today, but you have to grow, you know? Exactly. And like you said, like, the thing is, is like, you've been doing this for so long and you got this niche of like, for me, electronic music, for you, the, the, the community that you dive mm -hmm. into. And then you're like, between this common thread, what am I not doing? And I kind of started to realize like, you know, with like uh, this last year coming around, a lot of people are like high anxiety, freak out like really quick. And I was like, people need entertainment so bad, you know? And it's not enough of Netflix and chill because there's only so much content there that what's the next one? Oh, music. And I was like, screw it. Let's do a uh, good old fashioned meditation music. And I started going in that route and then started doing videos on top of those, you know, like comparatively mm -hmm. and just seeing like how people react to them. Uh, does it help? I don't really know yet. But the thing is, is that it's at least a part of doing it and having the fearlessness to go in and say, this is what I'm going to be up to for the next few days. I mean, it, it, it took me years to even just come out with my own music with my own name on it without a project name, you know, like Little Nas X. Like what if what if he came out with his own music and it wasn't Little Nas X instead it was his real name, you know, like mm -hmm. how much courage do you have to put out to finally say this is my music, you know, it took a long time to get there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think we create these like um, these imaginary boundaries. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that everyone does it, I think, because we feel as though there's this there's this tier that we have to hit in order to be eligible to mm -hmm. do th like to make money or to um, launch something or to when in reality like when you're thinking in an, in a mindset of abundance and just everything around you being accessible to you, like by, like that's just by standard, mm -hmm. it changes your perspective. Cause it's like the people that you look up to, they had to be daring and they had to be um, audacious and, and, and just take a step out and do something because part of manifestation is having this, insane belief in something that you don't even know you have no clue what will turn out you know mm -hmm. what I mean you have no idea and so I feel like that's kind of like damaging that we all do it to ourselves we create these 
if by this point I'm not here, then I've failed. Mm-hmm. Or if by this point I'm not at this amount, I can't monetize my content because people mm-hmm. won't take me seriously. Right. When there's two people, three people that'll be like, I like this. I'm going to invest mm-hmm. into this person because I know that they took their time to do this. There yeah. are people like that out there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you kind of overlook those people by saying, oh, I only have five followers. No one's going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Or we limit and, ourselves to, pe- to people that we know. And the thing is, is, like for us, those three people need to tell more people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that exactly. word of mouth is so powerful exactly. still to this day. It's crazy. You know, like that, that leap, that faith, that leap into uh, a faith you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that is the scariest thing to have to endure because you're going to jump and it's just, it's, you're going to fall and you're never going to know where that bottom is. Cause you're just going to keep on falling. You can abandon out. You can have someone come and like skydive and save you and parachute to safety. And that is, you didn't do a great job. You're done. You mm-hmm. leave that chapter behind, but there's these like, I don't know if it's like the drive or if it's just the passion that is within us, that what you do, what I do, um, these passions in our life, we're so, we're so believed into it. That's like, I didn't know how much money I spent on synthesizers until I looked it up at work the other day. Cause I was looking at a synthesizer. I was like, Oh, this would be really great into my, you know, collection. And then, uh, uh, you know, John Mager, mm-hmm. he was like, Sean, how many synthesizers do you have? I'm like, four. And he was like, okay, why another one? I'm like, well, this one does other things. It's like, okay, but how much money have you spent on it? I was like, about 1,500 some odd dollars. <laughs> and he was like, and you want to spend another 500 on another one? No. I cannot allow this to happen. I was like, you're right. (laughs) Like that just, you know, you put that money into it. And by the way, I'm not nearly getting the same amount of money out of it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, cause that's the thing too. Your return on your investment is a really big thing. Absolutely. The thing about music is that it's like, it's so saturated with people who make this, not like the same music, but are in the same genres, right? That you get lost in the sauce. But what I've decided to do recently is to try to break the algorithm. That's the idea so far. And I've got a couple of ideas and a couple of algorithms I've got pinpointed. And I'm like, if some, if any... If anybody on Facebook has a, or on uh, Instagram or Twitter has a Spotify account, just add one song of mine into a playlist. I don't give a shit which one it is. And then we'll see if we can break the algorithm. Cause people listen to I other will people's, do that. Cause people listen to other people's playlists. And then they share those playlists and then those playlists get played more. And it's, yeah, like, Point zero 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 nine cents to the song or listen that I get out of it. But I'm wondering if maybe by breaking the algorithm of having friends put at least one song in, one song, you don't even have to like it and see if other people who listen to it, you know what I mean? Mm. If a spider effects out to other playlists and then gets more monetized, if you will, you know what I'm saying? Mm. which is practically free at that point 
I like that. It's a really passive approach. And I think so does play would placement matter? Would it matter if that person had put you on the bottom of the playlist or just top five of the playlist? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. See, that's the science experiment behind it though. You know what I mean? It's like mm, the algorithm okay. is how many playlists are you on and how how often are you being heard, correct? Right. So if you have a playlist, I have a playlist, that's two playlists. And you have friends who listen to your playlist or no, just a random person. And then they listen to your playlist. That's an extra listen. You know what I'm saying? And then they add that playlist to theirs if they like it. And now that's three playlists. Okay. So on and so forth. And that spider effect happens. That's the idea. As far as like where where on the playlist it goes, I don't know, man. I don't know. So, so right now we're just right now. When like we're just doing a general experiment, and mm-hmm. then from there, when we find the variables, um, the you know what I mean, then yeah. we can go in there and and do a more in depth and just keep zooming in and zooming in. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. we're just doing kind of like a general umbrella. Like kind of sort of yeah. I mean, if it's like yeah, the science experiment. If like you know, because they all start with a question. The question is, what if everyone who has a Spotify account, who is my friend on Facebook and real life and Twitter, Instagram, etc., added one of my songs, don't care what song it is, to their playlist, how monetized will it become because of other listeners listening in to those people? You know. It's almost like right. the good deed effect. If I do one good deed for you, you'll do one good deed for that person. And then that person does another good deed. And then that other person does a good deed, you know? Right. Yeah. It's like that. But it's not like a matter. It's like almost like a matter of like, so if I do a good deed at the beginning of my day, you know what I mean? Or as opposed to like, mm-hmm. what, 12 o'clock, seven o'clock, and I schedule that, I'm going to do that one good deed at seven o'clock in the evening. So it doesn't mm-hmm. matter when I did it, because regardless, I'm going to do a good deed. Right. You know, so that's kind of like, that's kind of where I'm at. And again, it's that leap of faith of like, I've been doing this for years, decades almost. (laughs) And it's like, when do you decide like, oh, I've made it. Where's that bullet point? Yeah. In the target. I'm successful. Mm -hmm. You know? You're right. You're right. Yeah. So why even start a business or a project? I mean, like, what, what was the why? I mean... Did you just look at like other people Um, and go, huh, they're doing that. I'm doing that too. No, it was more so I felt as though, cause that, that the shirts and the totes. You sold quick. That's just the beginning. And I, I I just felt like I was just thinking what's the easiest um, or most affordable way to open the door. Like it wasn't really a matter of, um, it wasn't really a matter of this is what I've, I've always wanted to sell t-shirts. So now I'm selling t-shirts. It was more so like, I've always wanted a merch line, Mm -hmm. one that was really um, exclusive to me. And I felt like the basic shirts were just a really nice way to Mm -hmm. open the door because I want to create way more personalized custom, um, like designs. Mm-hmm. that is just like I don't I don't really want a standard merch line so that was just kind of like the opening 
store and it was just giving the user a more intimate um experience and where it's like i know that this is something that you specifically manifested mm-hmm. or put together put together and i want to support that and then it's also like that passive promotion as well because you know what i mean even having a starbucks cup or even having a that these are ways that we're passively promoting and marketing other mm-hmm. com- companies without even knowing it and so that's why i felt like the website t was just a really nice way to start because there's something physical mm-hmm. and so it's it kind of it's, it's like that's just way more intimate yeah, yeah it's like that banner on like people's cars that like actually there was mm-hmm. one that caught my eye i was like what the hell is that and it was just like essential oil diffusers um <laughs> but it worked yeah. and then there was like um you know you see that in like uh movies and tv shows like america's got talent they'll have like dunkin donut cups mm-hmm. on the desk you know or the the back of the movie will have like a coca-cola can like Product you know, placement, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolute product placement and shamelessly product placed, you know, mm-hmm. like the Power Rangers movie, like literally the end of the movie took place at a Krispy Kreme donut shop. And I remember when that movie came out, Krispy Kreme was all about Power Rangers, you know, that exchange. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I like totally it. feel that it's like. You know, like being a music project for myself, like it, I thought like just be the entity that the music will sell itself first and then the image will come later, you know? Mm. But as of recent, like it's just been like, especially like with coming out with my own music, right? Classical pieces that it is again, the same idea of not like, you know, music sell first image later, but with my own personal music, I've been trying to do, a multitude of different things and that was music sheet music so that pe- people could play you know the music mm, that they hear. I like that yeah because like, like with the that. electronic music you I, I can play it live but the thing is it's like I haven't notated any of it so mm. it's all for you have me. To, to go back and figure it out exactly right. it's a lot of for me unfortunately backtracking but the problem but the thing with the with the electronic music is that it's a it's a sonic world whereas with the uh classical music it's just so much more style i felt like if i was to do this right for my for my own personal music so under sean graves as a banner play it live uh produce it well write it down like notate the shit out of it sell the notation so other people can play it but then like also have that image, like what makes a classical player good, you know? And it's not just the album art, but it's also the photographs and like the, um, the uh, visual experiences too, you know? So for mm-hmm. me, I felt like, again, this is like early work before I started doing meditation music for uh, 2020 was that I would go to like beach lines and I would do like the uh, slow-mo on the iPhones and just slow-mo oceans crashing, you know, or fire burning, you know, and just put that to my- it. Mm-hmm. And just like loop that. it and then just like put it to my music and then say, hey, here's an image. If you enjoy the music, that's even better, you know? So- Wow. It's, it's, it's not like, like that. a whole lot of thought was put into it. But the thing is, is like, 
you know, you can't just be like, okay, so my music's on Spotify, iTunes, um, Amazon, all, all these places that people can hear it because you also have that visual aspect that needs to be seen as well. You know, mm-hmm. that in itself was like starting that new structure and trying to do it as two credence as possible. It's like so much work. <laughs> it's a lot, but a lot of people don't look at that, that mm-hmm. they think that it's like, okay, because creating the content is the, the process is difficult. Mm-hmm. can be time consuming and, or tedious, you know, time consuming. Yep. And a lot of people feel like, Oh, I put in that much work to do this. So now I can kind of just sprinkle it out there. People will find it. And it's like, that's the biggest myth, the biggest misconception at all, like of of all time, I feel like with content, because it's like, it doesn't matter how hard you worked or how long it took you to get those lyrics for that song. If you're not going to put the field work in to push the product, then you better be grateful with whatever feedback that you get. Even if it's not, you have to be grateful because mm-hmm. you didn't do anything. You didn't do anything to push that. Yep. Yep. I and it's like wild. It's so wild because there's like, there's artists I listened to back in 2000 who I still, to this day, I want to hear more from them. But like, unfortunately, uh, like there's a singer, her name is Poe, like Edgar Allan mm-hmm. Poe. And she released only two albums with like a two year difference between them. And since her second album, she hasn't put out any new music. And it's like the reason why is unfortunately because of the um, political part of, Mm. you know, her, her music not being owned, like her masters were sold her. uh, She was pretty much third owned by some guy down in we'll just say I don't know some island off of Florida and she had no idea it was happening so she walked away she said I'm done I'm not doing this now she had created some music later on but um it only lasted for like three four years and then she's just been like a ghost you know and yet the fans like myself were like anytime she posts like even 30 seconds of her voice singing, we're like, we're on it. We're like, okay, when's the new album? It's been like 20 years. Mm. And we're all just like ready to go. And that kind of like, that kind of um, fanship or like that legacy that person put in to their work so early on and it's lasted them 20 years and they haven't done anything, you know? Mm -hmm. It's extraordinary. So inspirational, you know? It's like- I've never heard anybody else who could just drop off the face of the planet with a project, with their own music, with their own business and go, it's fine. I know they're out there, you know? Right. It's, it's so wild. It's something that like I aspire to as well as a, not only just like, you know, a content creator such as music, but like, I mean, just, it's so crazy to watch it. And then I think yeah. to myself, like, you know, if I was to do the same thing, no one would ever blink an eye. And that's the scariest part is like going like, would, would anyone care? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so wild. 
What were some of the fears that you had to overcome? Um, like we just talked about, it was like, yeah. I was just quest- questioning myself. Like I was kind of like, okay, so this is a t-shirt, this mm-hmm. is a bag, and it just has my website on it and my logo. What kind of attachment would someone have to this to feel mm-hmm. like that was like a plaguing fear? Like that, I was just kind of like, you might as well just, so like, it's just, just I, I didn't even know, you know what I mean? But I also yeah. was thinking if the people that are creating inspirational content that I'm looking up to decided nobody's going to buy something with my brand on it, mm-hmm. then they would never put it out and then they'd never see so this was just completely experimental for me, believe it or not. Like it was just, despite what I felt, like I was just like, it would really take someone who suit like supports me to buy mm-hmm. something that just has my website on it. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my biggest, like one of my biggest fears. And then my other biggest fear was money. It was kind of like, okay, I have this money mm-hmm. to put. Like some sometimes it's like you barely. You barely have, like, when you budget everything out, you barely have enough to invest into this. So that was a struggle Mm because I was like, dang, I don't even know the return on this. I'm really taking a risk on this because I could probably have saved some more money on Mm -hmm. something else. So that was, like, my biggest, I would even say financially, that was my biggest fear. Right. And then I would say, um, which has been, I have proven it to be wrong so far, but... um, but then it was the design. It was like, this is so basic. This has no website on it. Who's going to buy this? That was my mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And then I would say my third fear was, um, I kind of talked about it in my YouTube video, but my third fear is kind of tied to the design and the and the actual stuff. It was like the vending. And mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. um, the, time, the timeline that I had set to launch because I had just blindly set it thinking kind of, I kind of had more of a higher expectation in how fast it would get to me. Mm-hmm. And then I was surprised to see that it wasn't going to get to me in the time frame that I thought, but it still ended up working out in the end and it came right. just in time for me to, to do everything. So that was like my fear. Those were like my you biggest know, fears that I had to overcome. You know, like Airbnb had to like relaunch like three separate times. Really? Yeah. They're, they had the concept and they were like totally all about it, but like their customers showed up, they enjoyed their time, they disappeared, and then Airbnb was like, okay, we got to relaunch, but how do we relaunch again? And they just did it again. And then it was like, you just keep on. I, what I noticed was Airbnb relaunched so many times, to- I would think so many times that to try to get so many people to come back and then consistently lose. And now, nowadays we're just like, oh, it was just Airbnb. I've only Airbnb like maybe twice in my lifetime, but they were mm-hmm. good experiences. Yeah. And with that comes, you know, the turnaround of customers because it's now word of mouth of like, oh, did you, uh, did you stay somewhere? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I stayed at this one place. It was from this place and I used this app and da, 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 you know, like it finally got to that point, but it took so many times for them to do it, you know? And Mm. I look back at like myself and going like, if you think about every single album as a re-release, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at like the, the, uh, the good old uh, uh, distributor website and I was like this. Oh my gosh. 
there's time in between, but my goodness, how many times have I done this, you know? And I'm still hungry to do it again, you know? I'm still working on mm-hmm. new pieces of music, like um, a uh, sonata that I've been writing for the past year and a half and um, a new electronic album that I'm just like, oh, I gotta do this right. Gotta do Credence. Let's see if this works yeah. out. Yeah. Do you, do you like, with the first uh, release of your of your line, right? Are you... Mm-hmm. Are you going to do like a, a new re-release or like a new release of products, different things like? Yes, um, but I'm, I'm trying to be patient with myself. So I'm going to restock mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to ride, I'm going to ride out um, for a while what I have just, mm-hmm. just to, um, give myself more time to um, work on and, and build other stuff because I want to continue to build on that. It's like, cause I really also like reading and I also like self-development a lot. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really tied into my brand, which is just like, you know, just educating yourself and, mm-hmm. and going out there and figuring it out. So I want to do stuff that accessorizes mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I want to do, get better at illustration so that I can create more like, accessories to reading like bookmarks and um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um just really more uh cool stuff like that yeah but I'm just not I I like where I'm at right now even though I would like to expand I want to be patient with myself and expanding and just kind of keep building and regrouping and restocking what I have right now mm-hmm. so that I can mm-hmm. have more time to film yeah, and edit and create more um, of the digital content for the page, which I'm still trying to figure that out. So, mm, mm. yeah, I gotta yeah, get the so. creative juices to to <laughs> be able to access it. You know, like uh, people say, like, "Oh, like you're so creative," and it's like I I've never thought of myself as someone creative, but then it's like. Um, you know, I was talking to a friend and they were like, I'm playing Animal Crossing. I have no creative content in my head at all. I'm like, is it because you're like forcing yourself or have you always been this way? And they're like, no, I've always been this way. But that's so weird to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there's always some gerbil on the wheel for me, like just going, um, you know, like, yeah, I could just go on for hours talking, <laughs> you know, just diving into that. It's it's a lot of work at the end of the day, it is you know, a lot. I see myself Insane, on a schedule. Inspired. Mm-hmm. I see myself sometimes even on a schedule that like, um, like I, I think of myself like, okay, this is the create day, you know, and then I'll mull on it for a week and then I'll finally put it out there or something like that. You know, it's like, it takes time. It's crazy, mm-hmm. you know? And people think like, Oh, you're so good. Like, it's like, no, you know, I know this is a long episode, but hey, with long episodes come great content and a lot of stuff to talk about, which is also just like motivational, inspirational, and you cannot expect anything less from Khadija, obviously. So with that being said, I want to forward you guys off to her world, and that is Khadija Inspires, Shop K Inspires on Instagram. Both those handles are great sources for inspirational, motivational quotes and videos that she posts on there, as well as her YouTube channel, which is Khadija Inspires. 
If you're supporting me, I want you to also support her as well. Not only just watching, but also getting involved into her as a businesswoman, as a startup. Obviously, that's what we're all here for, supporting one another. Obviously, I'm super grateful for the listeners, for the support, for all my friends and my family and the fans of the show, Inspire with Sean. But I also want to share that with Khadijah as well. So go ahead, take a listen, and I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Music to me is like a message in a bottle. And so with that, I created and wrote my second solo album, The Other Side, by me, Sean Graves. If you love classical music or if you're a little hesitant towards it, it's fine. Think of this music as something that you can have in the background or you can actually actively listen to and piece together what is happening in the song. With that being said, each piece of the music, it's a message in a bottle, it's feelings that were felt, moments that I can personally listen to and go, I remember when I wrote this song. And that's what the other side's about. As I traveled across the world, I was writing these music notes and letters to the other side when I came home. And I hope that when you listen to this album, you get that feeling. And if you want to listen to it, check it out on iTunes, Amazon, any major store, retail, and I hope you enjoy it. And again, all proceeds come to help out the studio and the podcast as well for Inspire with Sean. Do you like free? Because I like free. In fact, it's one of my favorite four-letter F words. Um, <laughs> I'm doing an audiobook. It's my first one of many that I hope I have the opportunity to do. And for my first audiobook, I decided to finally verbally put out into the world that I can indeed read proficiently, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. And so I've always wanted to do this because to me, it's just another outlet of voice, building that confidence up, entertaining, and of course, having fun and enjoying the journey of reading how Alice went down the rabbit hole and then woke up at the end. And was it all really a dream? We'll find out. I'm currently eight chapters in, but we will be finishing fairly soon. Hope you get a listen. If you want, it's at www.seangraves.rocks audiobooks. And of course, there will be plenty more books to be read as well. All right, enough with the business. On with the show. Like... One of the questions I uh, I sent you on a little note card, which I'm about to ask now, is like, uh, did you always think of yourself as like, this is where you're going to be, this is where you're going to go, this is your trajectory, or were you are you are you what I would call what I've been actually called? I, people have labeled me uh, this, and I didn't pick it up until about two years ago, and that is mm-hmm. a free range chicken. And what I mean by this is. <laughs> Uh, if you, if you did, if you like, we're thinking like, what the fuck does he mean by free range chicken? Um, what I'm talking about is, is like, there's people who are in like a cage, right. Or in a hen, in a hen roost and they know what they want to do with life. Someone wants to be a psychologist. Okay. Be a psychologist. Someone wants to be uh, a doctor. Okay. Be a doctor or a nurse or whatever you want. A scientist, an astronaut, something. Um, 
me, I'm like, wow, I really love science. Because synthesizers come from science. But synthesizers are music. And I love music. You know? And it's like mm-hmm. this like laundry list of like things. Like, you know, uh, uh, I-, I wanted to be a singer. Well, I'm not actually really good at singing, but I try my best, you know? And I put my best, my, my foot best forward on that. But then I was like, you know, audiobooks. I can read the shit out of a book, you know? <laughs> So I'm just going to read a book and and I've been doing that and um, going through that adventure of like just narrating and stuff like that. Uh, podcasting. I was like, well, podcasting is narrating and just having a conversation with somebody else. But I call myself a free range chicken because you can't box me into one thing. People have been like, well, you got to learn something. You got to specialize in something. I was like, that is so hard for me right now. I have no idea how to do that. What do you consider yourself, a free range chicken? Or are you like, no, I know exactly what I am in life. This is, this is what I was meant to do. Okay, so like in order for me to answer that, I would, have to, I would have to kind of go about it how you did, which is just saying um, how people viewed me and then just how I viewed myself because oftentimes mm-hmm. it's, it's so different. But just actually just recently, maybe like late, maybe like late last year, early mm-hmm. this year, um, I think I'm, I think I, I'm, I'm not necessarily, I wouldn't consider myself a free range chicken because of the method that I'm going about in doing everything. So mm-hmm. I've kind of allocated and created a timeline with how I want, how I've wanted to do everything. So it's not that I'm not a free range chicken but I've decided for like, it'll be the next, which is another thing I began to be so much more patient with myself. I've given myself a year to, to be a caged chicken in Mm -hmm. this aspect. Mm -hmm. And then in the next year, I'd like to have this working in a sufficient way, self-sufficient way to where I can, I can afford to go somewhere else and it just kind of work in a systematic way so right now I'm in a very much digital content creating mm-hmm. way more so than anything so just content and also just part-time or freelance modeling is kind of like my bracket for like the next year right or so and so it would be me and then eventually I'm hoping to be able to scale Mm-hmm. And be able to in the next year be a, a caged chicken doing something else and doing yeah. something else. So it's like, so other people view me and they're like, I feel like you're always doing something different. But na- that made me realize it made me realize that I wasn't communicating my focus well enough. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I started to be like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm creating content especially now when I can't get gigs really as much or I can't travel as much. Mm-hmm. I'm creating, I'm creating content. I'm creating tutorials. I'm creating sit down talks. I am, you know what I mean? Monetizing this right now. That's mm-hmm. my focus right now. I'm yeah. building and budgeting and saving. That's what I'm mm-hmm. doing right now. So mm-hmm. I think, I think I'm a caged chicken, but I think I'm a seasonal caged chicken. A <laughs> seasonal caged sense. chicken. <laughs> Does that is that making any sense? That makes a lot of sense. And it's seasonal. It's seasonal, yeah. but I'm caged. I'm definitely caged. 
Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like, you know, when I have this, like, when I have those conversations, like, especially like at work or, um, you know, with my family or somebody, they're always like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I'm like, I'm 30 years old. Like, when does grow up happen? You know, like I'm self-efficient, I'm paying my bills. Like, um, you know, I'm not starving to death. Like, it's great. It's an awesome life. Um, (laughs) but it's like, when I tell people like, I want to be, I want to be able to, you know, have my music be heard and people enjoy it and, and love it. And, you know, then that makes, it's not that that makes me want to create more content in that manner, but like, even just like not having that, because I'm not saying I don't have it, but for the little amount that I'm grateful for, could it be more? Yes. And I would love to have that. Like who would it, right? You would love that as well. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, doing the other projects, the podcasts, the narrating, uh, the everything else, like books, um, take my hand at, at writing, because again, it's another way of, of voice, if you will. And um, so in, in that, in that sense, you could say it's a box cage of entertainment with mm. no background well with some background I've taken some class of background in, in entertainment but it it wasn't filling that educational role it was just giving me exactly everything that is a uh, dogma that I sat there going like I see this I know this so what am I paying you know 500 bucks a tuition for just to hear some guy 20 years older than me telling me exactly what I'm seeing in front of myself. And it's not groundbreaking, you know? So breaking away from that and then just like going and saying like, look, this is the project. This is the, this is the idea. Let's go make it happen. You know, it's like, and of course, gathering the mentors along our way. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, this is a free range chicken in a cage. But at the same time, if I was to confess that, uh, at a career board and they go, what? It's like, (laughs) at the end of the day, I could change it and say, you know, in another word, I'm a businessman. You know what I mean? I'm doing business and this is my business. And this is the model that I'm at, but the education to get there, which is not through entertainment, because that is so subjective that it's actually this business education that you have to pour a little bit into and sometimes a lot into and go oh okay that makes a lot of sense you know yeah like yeah it's it's so hard for me again because it's like okay so I'm specializing in business but I'm also an entertainer but which one do I tell (laughs) my boss (laughs) it's it's tough it's tough but I think I think you can very much do all of them. I think you just have to be really patient. I think that's the trick. You just have to be really patient with yourself mm-hmm. and do it in little bite sizes. And you mm-hmm. can have everything automated, automated to, and you know what I mean, to a point where you can do all of them. I feel like the sky's the limit, really. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like that. I like that you're taking on all the different aspirations that you want to because you're like maximizing your lifespan mm-hmm. or or like your lifetime or experience I feel like that's the best way to go because when you do that when you're like uh no I'm just gonna be a doctor and live my whole life being a doctor and that, not even great. try to do anything else that's fine for you save lives right, please right. <laughs> 
save vibes for you, that's fine. But yeah. even in that, it's like if you're a doctor and you decide to get your own practice, that's a business. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like you you are you you are expanding outside of just fixing people because if that was the case, then you just go to a hospital that's already established. Right. So it's kind of like I think you gotta gotta be patient with yourself and because. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to put that. I, I just don't believe in putting that cap on yourself mm-hmm. and just living solely off of one, even on from a monetary standpoint. It's like, you're going to live your whole life off of just one street of income? Like, you're yeah. not even going to try to, you're not even going to try to maximize that? Like, for me, it's, for me, I just aspire for several because I just, think we should be able to live an abundant life but i mean mm-hmm. be patient build, building them you don't have to like mm-hmm. wake up one day and then tomorrow try to build like six other streams of income in a day it's like a process yeah and so absolutely I love that. absolutely so here's the random shower thought because i i blurted out because this is supposed to be just like one of those like random like top of your first thing that's that you, why you blurted it out yeah. i was looking like what did you make a mistake? Like, what? Nope, I didn't make a mistake. I purposely <laughs> did this because I want to hear what you think of first. Um, okay. You know what a shower thought is? Um, I can use my context clues, but I wouldn't be able to tell you. Okay, so I it's like, know. imagine yourself in the shower. Okay. And then like this random thought pops in your head and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> you know? And these are things that only happen, that only hit you when you're in the shower, typically. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. The first driving teacher was never officially taught. Really? Yeah. Like imagine like cars are like the first on the street and there's horses and buggies and things like that driving by. Who taught these people how to drive? They had Mm. to learn from somehow. Like how? How did this happen? Wow. The first driving teacher was never officially taught. So then it's like, so there was no standard. There was no, that's interesting. So people, so there was no standard. There was no way to really determine if people really knew how to drive that because Mm -hmm. that first person had no idea how to drive. Yeah, right. That's, That's crazy to me. Right. I was having like, I was like, I was thinking that too. And I was like, huh. So... Is, I should have gotten my license back then. Is what you're telling me. You know, I was thinking like the collective unconscious of everyone deciding, okay, we're all driving on the right-hand side of the road. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. on the other side of the pond, everyone's driving on the left-hand side of the, of the road, you know? And the neighbors north of us, they're driving on the left. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I, I was that. in there. Yeah, I was in there going like, you know, we can all be on the road and people can be living off of like, you know, riding on a horseback or something like that, the old archaic way. But then like, there's people who are doing things that are not of that archaic nature. And we all have to teach each other how to drive on this road with these four wheels in a box, you know, got to spin up the old motor first, you know? <laughs> Hopefully not get in a car accident because Lord knows brake fluid wasn't probably invented then. So 
It was just like so freaking meta, you know? Wow. Right? Shower thoughts. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? Interesting. Now I'm going to be thinking about that because my process of getting a license, I took a minute to get my license together because I just didn't have the right people teaching me and wasn't Mm -hmm. consistent enough. I learned different. I learned differently. So things weren't really sticking. And so that just makes me angry. Like thinking about that, just thinking about the fact that like people were getting their license back then and there was no real standard. Well, really. No. So if, if you think... paid the right amount, mm-hmm. you know, it's, got a lot, it's a lot of questions I got there now. It's going to make me feel a little upset. Makes me oh really yeah. Upset. Oh yeah. And, 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 and for a woman to drive a car back in the oldie times, right? Exactly. Like, I'm not saying that's where the meme came from, but... <laughs> It certainly didn't help. <laughs> Not when you've got, you know, these boyos running around and they're just like, uh, just dicking it up and just getting the car accidents left and right. And then going like, well, if we can't do any better, who's to say anyone else can? Like, what? No. There's plenty of people in this world who could drive way better than each other. Yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll take more care because we have more uh, compassion. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll be more considerate for people on the road feminine that divine feminine energy mm-hmm. perhaps yeah we won't be trying to have a piss, pissing contest on the road have you thought mm-hmm. about that we'd yeah. be more considerate maybe, maybe no just, that was not a thought they didn't no. consider that <laughs> just maybe maybe like just a little you bit know. but not too much yeah yeah right. I, I i'm gonna be thinking about that all day now you're I'm welcome gonna be thinking about that all, all day Thank you're you. So, I appreciate that. You're so I'm welcome. I'm actually going to be thinking about that. I'm going to research some more. Wow. Yep. I love that. I swear to God, if you Google search wow. first driving teacher ever, it, good luck. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that's going to be the single-handed like one guy we're all going to blame, right? For everything wrong. It was you. It was you that put the it was you that inspired these people to feel as though they need to be taxing us and giving off these fees and all these little toll fees. If what there the, was no car, like there what, would be none of this. Like, what the hell is a yield sign to this day? If you're looking twice, if you're looking twice before you're even going forward, I don't need a sign to tell me to yield. <laughs> Just put. Just put it, if it's a stop sign, then it's a stop sign. Yeah. So I got my first, my first car accident was actually at a yield sign. And I pull over at this point off to the side of the grass and she does too. And, um, I, uh, uh, she calls 911. I roll out of the passenger seat, like out of the passenger door. I don't know why I had the the driver door is fine. I just, I don't know why I made it so dramatic to go out the passenger door. Um, and she goes, oh my God, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I actually have a headache. I had a concussion actually. Um, she goes, uh, uh, she said the damnedest thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. She said, I've never been in a car accident before. I'm like, well, here we are. Like I was so like, <laughs> I was so angry and yet like kind of like that is false because you have been in a car accident because we're standing here right now. Yeah. That is false. 
Yep, absolutely. I was like, this is like the falsehood of like never being in a car accident. Well, we're going to live this experience together. So best of luck to everybody else. <laughs> Dang. And the cop was like, the cop was just kind of like nonchalant going like, oh, well, it looks like you're fine. Like, you're not a nurse. You're not a doctor. And you're that not- is why, ladies and gentlemen, that is why you cause a scene. Any chance that you can get, that is why you cause a scene and make it a big deal. They're like, I don't see... Well, do you, I am so dramatic. Let me be very clear. I'm very dramatic. And I think that, yeah, that's why you got to just turn it up on them and be very dramatic. <laughs> because who are you to tell me? What if I'm just, what if I handle stress really well? Like, who are you to be like, oh, yeah, you don't look that, you don't look that hurt. So. You know, I was coming from college and about to head off to my job at the time, which was going to be a two hour drive. <laughs> I still had to go to work. I was like, I can't just, I can't, I can't not do this. I have to go make money. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I got ramen to eat tonight. Like, <laughs> seriously, it'd be like that. Right. It'd really be like that. Get, eat the ramen, go to work, stack, stack it up. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, next time we can do something a little bit more upper scale ramen with uh, some chicken inside, real chicken. And hot we can dogs. start beefing it up. Hot dogs. I had to cut it up in the slices. You know? The struggle meals are real. I follow this page on Snapchat. They have like struggle meals. And <laughs> I'm not struggling, but I like to act like it so that I can save more money. I'm not struggling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to act like I like to act like I'm struggling. And he he be spicing it up. Noodles and but we're talking about this right now. You going to work, but that's another mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah, right. No, I get it. Because like, um, you know, it's funny is like, you you talk about uh, struggle meals. And like, you know, it's not that I like to live like I'm still living in a struggle. Because like, the thing is, is that like, in my early 20s, like, having to go through all that, I mean, I was a little bit coddled by my older sisters at the same time. But not too much in that like, I was, you know, reins off and doing it kind of trying to figure out like where my place is in the world especially during a recession and like we're feeling that today you know we're probably going to feel it for another two years um is that uh you have to kind of go through that you know and then as an older adult where I know I'm not struggling but at the same time there's these tv shows like have you seen extreme penny pinchers no is that on is it on netflix or is it just I, I've, I've seen it on YouTube because I was at work and, um, they were like, yeah, have you ever heard of like my show? Mm -hmm. This is, it actually, I watched like three episodes and then I realized I was getting anxiety because I didn't know like where on the scale of crazy these people were living. Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, you're a judge of your own character. Yeah. Yeah. You do you, but YouTube it. It's out there. This lady makes a lasagna out of her dishwasher. Thank you. That's the look that I had too when I first heard this. <laughs> yep. Why? Why okay, when you here's... could do, why when you could just do it? Why when you could just, I'd rather you just meal prep everything so you can not keep using your, like your gas or whatever, if that's the case. But like that's not even the top of the iceberg. That's, that's disgusting. Go ahead. Wanna, I'm listening. Go, do, do you want? 
Are we going to do it? Okay. I'm ready. Let's, let's do this. I'm ready. All right. I'm going to ruin this one episode, but if you want to go watch it, just go ahead. I, I am not doing you any injustice by not going any further into detail. So yeah, like it's, it was a bizarre episode, but that's only one episode. And, um, and, and so to find out that there's other people in this world who penny pinch the shit out of just the most mundane things like a cake or an anniversary or like, yeah. Oh, it's like, I'm a penny pincher. I, I paid I'm for not, products. I'm that not I, to that degree. Yeah. No, there's some extremes out there that I'm just like, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a fine line between just eating ramen noodles because you're saving yourself up or meal prepping and meal prepping for a week out. So that way you don't have to buy meals because you already have meals and all you gotta do is just reheat mm. them. Like and then those. there's these people who will be like, oh, uh, yeah, Khadija, like, I know it's our anniversary, but um, I got you some balloons. And like the balloons are like, happy fifth birthday, you know, some kind of Christmas balloon that's like two years old. And it doesn't even have helium in it because God forbid I pay for that. So I use my own air, <laughs> you know, to blow them up so it's for not you. even so it's not even floating it's not, not even, even like, floating i had to like take tape and like you know put it on the wall to look like it's floating yeah this tv that's show the I, level that's what i'm saying i still want to live like i still want to budget so that i can buy things that i want but mm -hmm. it's not it might it might not be as high as i want my budget to be but at the same time i'm not in a position to be buying more wants than needs right now like yeah. i'm so it's like, yeah, I don't know. But it's also just me right now. So maybe when there's more people, there's, but still you have to learn how to budget around your lifestyle and, mm -hmm. and still live comfor comfortably. I think that's where, the, that's the that's the downfall is that they're not living comfortably. Mm -hmm. And that makes me so sad. Cause I mean, as a kid, as a child watching that, you're learning the importance of saving money, but you're also like, robbing yourself of just you know what I mean the part where you enjoy your life within you know what I mean a yeah like a like a proper lasagna means. for god's sakes yeah maybe not make lasagna every week then maybe just make your <laughs> meal prep your your lasagna and yeah you know what I mean that's that that's that yeah yeah, you know, I do things like, I mean, as far as like penny pinching, like I have like literally nothing plugged into the walls hmm. except for the refrigerator, the oven, um, like the old uh, kettle, right? Unplugged. It doesn't need to be plugged in. It's not being used. There's no reason for it to have consistent electricity flowing through it. You know, hmm. I unplug the, inter uh, not the internet, but the uh, television, the entertainment systems, you know, the 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 video games and stuff like that. It doesn't need to be on all the time. My synthesizers, they don't need to be plugged in all the time. I'm not using them, you know? That's okay. That's a point. You know? Does it save money? In the long run, yes. Is it lessening my carbon footprint? Absolutely, you know? We only have one earth and I'm like one guy, but God, I don't want to like be hoarding and just enjoying things for sake of just, well, they're just plugged in to be plugged in, but later on in the future, you know, it's like, I'm not, I'm one person, but if everyone did the same thing that I'm doing or to another extreme, you know, how detrimental is that to the next 
to the next generation and so on and so forth, you know? Like, yeah, it's just a tea kettle. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta see. Actually, I made my coffee just now. Let me give me a quick second. Let me sure. make sure my coffee, my <laughs> coffee maker is not plugged in. I feel bad right now. <laughs> I just unplugged mine. Yeah, you just just unplugged mine. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like it's just that one little thing, and it's like you know when we went on tour. Um, you know, I unplugged everything but the refrigerator, even the stove, because like no one's using it you know, nothing, you know, my electric bill was actually like, it was crazy. Cause like during the Christmas season, it's like 20 bucks. That's not bad. No, that's definitely during the Christmas season. You know, I didn't even think about that. Like mine, I have an electric stove. So I'm assuming that means that I can unplug it somehow, but I never do. Nope. You're going to be gems right now. No, 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 no. I don't mean to. I just, you know, I'm just saying like, you know, it's like these little things that like when I need to use it, boom, I use it, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's like, it was just something that was just instilled to me um, as a young adult and thinking about like how, you know, that what I put because of these small little things, I'm able to do, it it alleviates me to be able to do more things, you know, because Mm -hmm. I'm saving. And it's not just that, but it's also like the the compassion of others on the outside too, that, you know, all this um, inner work, such as, you know, not plugging things in and stuff like that and just leaving them on, um, helps future generations too, you know? Yeah. No. I like that. That's good. Yeah. It's like that little, little thing, but I mean, you know, it's like, what else can you do for your, for your environment and for your community too? So last question before we wrap this all up, what inspired you today, okay. this week, or this month? I can pick either one. I can pick anyone. All three. Don't even limit yourself. Okay. Um, <laughs> what inspired me today is the fact that I want to have the most uh, easygoing week. So today I'm going to be doing a lot of pre recorded content and a lot mm-hmm. of pre pre-written content mm-hmm. i want to have this the smoothest possible week so that i can kind of leave more space for organic content mm-hmm. so that inspires me today and what i want to do today mm-hmm. um what inspired me this month is the fact that um I'm getting closer and closer to saving up for, um, you know what I mean? Just little small fixes that I want to make. So I'm like super hyped to like save and to skimp where I can and Mm -hmm. not eat out. And so that's inspired me this month is my like, is just my goals, my financial goals so that I can be a little bit more savvy with the way that I live my life and what I spend on what. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you said this, you said this year uh this week this month okay so there you go that's this week and then that's this month nice so I just like an easy going and it's overwhelming right now because I'm trying to find the system to where I'm not as overwhelmed but I think Mm -hmm. once I find the system if I can pre-record you know what I mean like six videos or so 
that means for the next, you know what I mean? Like three weeks, I can afford to post two, just just cruising. Yeah. And that, that's what I like. I like the idea of just, uh, I can go to the gym or just, I don't really gym right now because of everything, but I can go for a run and I can, yeah. you know what I mean? Watch a lot of anime, which I haven't been able to really do because I'm just, my mind's not, my mind's not there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I find myself watching yeah. anime and I'm just like this. I could be doing something, something right now. Do. I have stuff to do, yeah! I like, I've got <laughs> tweets to put out. I've got promotions to put out. I've got... I've got a blog to write. I've got, oh shit, I can't and even watch this anime wrong right. With that. There's nothing wrong with that, like at all, especially when you're passionate and you have a goal for what you want to mm-hmm. do. You Sometimes you have to be a little hard on yourself in that way, just yeah. to make sure that it's getting done. And I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, you don't have to be, like, it's not that you're being hard on yourself. It's more so that you're holding yourself accountable because mm-hmm. in the starting phases, People are, like you said, no one's going to be there to, maybe some, but a majority of the people are not going to be at your door or asking you, hey, where's this week's, you know, people don't, they're not going to care as much as you do. Mm -hmm. So you have to prioritize it. So I like that. I like that Mm -hmm. a lot, that people prioritize their goals and things like that so that they can do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, like, uh, uh, you're reminding me that like on my refrigerator door is a list of things that make me happy. And it's like, Mm. you've got the week and then you've got like all these tasks from, I mean, they're like stupid things. Like I think the most embarrassing one on there is manscaping. Cause Lord knows, you know, you got to take care of your body. You got to make sure your body look good. You know, got to put that time in. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so stupid. So Self-care, self-care. self-care. I like self-care Sunday. I like to do self-care Sundays, but self-care should be every day. But <laughs> self-care Sunday is my my zoom-in day. Like, I'm soaking my feet. I'm listening to, I like, I've been listening to audiobooks this month. So yep. Far. Listening to my audio masks. So I like that. You should. That should yep. be something that makes you happy. Yeah. Yeah, who doesn't like like tending to themselves, you know, from head to toe and just make just going like, yep, I got every nook and cranny this time. <laughs> like Yeah. So stupid. That's next like the, time, next time more smoother on the edges, but right now it's just pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, drinking eight waters uh drink uh eight glasses of water, you know, like that's on there for some, you know, oh, because I don't drink as much water, that's mm-hmm. why. So, so it's like a mm-hmm. it's a check. You know, and when I do these things, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, got it. I'm on schedule. That, I'm on trajectory. It's a, I love that. I love that so much. It's like such a revolution to take care of yourself because, yeah, um, you you're preserving your life. You're preserving, you know what I mean, your energy, and you're you're making, you're telling yourself, you're telling your spirit, you know what I mean, that it's I I appreciate your body. I appreciate you for carrying my my spirit. And mm-hmm. carrying my energy around on a day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. Thank you, you know. Thank you, like taking care of your feet. Thank you for getting me to where I need to, to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Thank you mm-hmm. for transporting me. It's like little small things like that that yeah. you, without you knowing, you're really telling your body that it's like I appreciate what you do for me on a daily basis. It's really mm-hmm. like honestly a message to your, your yourself mm-hmm. by taking care of yourself. 
Absolutely. My thing is that like with this tool, like when I started it uh, almost like a month ago now, is that I didn't put any restrictions. I need to knock out all of these things at once on a day to day basis. Mm -hmm. It's just that the reason why there's a calendar on the top is because like, have I done this in a while? No, I haven't. I'll do it today. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'll go so do that. So you can have something to pick from is what you're mm-hmm. saying. Yeah. Instead of you trying to think really hard, like what is it that I, you, you've taken yeah. out that difficulty. Exactly. Because it easier for it, you to- it, if you go through like life and you have problems, it's really hard. We get so overwhelmed and we get anxiety from having to sit there and go like, oh my God, like you and I have been there where we, we have to write down a list of things that we need to get done mm-hmm. or a list of how to do's. Correct. And if, it, if, if someone mm-hmm. comes to you with a list and goes, here, I've done this, maybe this will work for you. Well, the half the work's already done. And then you just apply it, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, to, to do it to on the scale of this is my week. These are things that if I do them, I feel great. Not all of them all at once, but you know, that's the whole point is that if you if you condition yourself to do manscaping every single day, there probably not be much manscaping left to be done, like, you know, for, for a really long time, but you know, like, uh, gardening, you know, you could do that every day or you could do that once every two days or something like that. It's, it's all up to you, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I like that, 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 that thing, that one tool has inspired me through this whole quarantine, specifically this past 14 days, which will end on Monday. Um, cause they say within 14 days, you'll start feeling feelings and <laughs> man, that was a conversation, um, to be had with those CDC people. Um, they went through this laundry list of, of things and signs and symptoms. And they were like, are you feeling any of this? And I'm like, am I allowed to feel feelings? Because I, I mean, if I sneeze, I might have it. Like, who the fuck knows at this point, you know? They were like anything from headache, nausea, diarrhea, upset stomach, like just take Pepto-Bismol and deuce out, dude. Like, but it's, it's more than that. So just to be 14 days in and have this one little tool and I just walk to it every morning because that's where my coffee creamer is. I'm just like, all right, eight glasses of water, two hour exercise and yeah, I'll read a book today. <laughs> that's the one thing that's held me together, like glued so far. Yeah. The routine. The routine. Yeah, it's always a fucking routine. <laughs> well, thank you so much for doing this with me. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I appreciate this. It's so, so organic. I feel like we always have really organic conversations. So this is like, this is really nothing. But Absolutely. I am grateful. Yeah. And I, my goal is again, like with this whole podcast is to reach out to people, have them listen and feel like, again, it's an organic conversation, but like even the listeners can feel that, you know, they're, they can find these little nuggets of like, oh yeah, I never thought of life that way. Or look at this inspirational person and like where they're at and their trajectory, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah. Take a little something alchemically turn it into gold you know from lead to gold love it that's life love it so much